In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. This gospel for the feast of St. Aloysius Gonzaga, we have uh, two scenes that are very commonly separated. Uh, it's the, our Lord's confrontation first with the Sadducees, and then with the Pharisees. We usually uh, hear these as two distinct um, confrontations, uh, but in the fullness of the gospel here, they go together, and it's proper that they should. And this gospel for this feast helps us to make sense of that great virtue for which St. Aloysius is so well known, uh, namely that of chastity, evangelical, the evangelical council uh, of chastity, which he, li- which he lived uh, to such a, a perfect degree. In the first confrontation with the Sadducees, our Lord uh, makes reference to becoming like the angels of God in heaven, which does not mean, as many unfortunately think it means, it does not mean that we become angels. We don't become angels in heaven. There, that does not, does not happen. We will not have wings. Uh, we won't have to learn how to fly or anything like that. In heaven, we will become fully, fully human for the first time. Our Lord makes this comparison to, first of all, relativize uh, the sacred institution of marriage and to point to this greater reality uh, of evangelical chastity, which is to forego marriage so as to to live unreservedly for God. And he points to that purity, which is nicely signified by the angels. And so we hear of angelic chastity or angelic purity not that a man who is pure becomes an angel, but that there is that, that control of the body's passions to such a degree that the soul really is in charge, and there's something angelic about that. And St. Aloysius Gonzaga lived that beautifully. It, he was under a lot of pressure. It, you might want to observe that. He received his first communion from St. Charles Borromeo, and, of course, his spiritual director was St. Robert Bellarmine. So I think that's a lot of pressure. You really have to, have to live up to, to these expectations. It's an extraordinary time in the church's history that all of these saints not only lived at the same time, but knew one another and encouraged one another. It's a reminder to us in a culture that, that lacks chastity really in any regard that it needs to be a cultural effort. We need to encourage one another to that, uh, to live this, this great gift. But then there's the second, the second confrontation. The Pharisees, uh, hearing that he had silenced the Sadducees, came together, and one of them, a doctor of the law, I prefer the translation that says, to simply calls him a lawyer. Uh, a lawyer asked him, tempting him, and asked him about the great commandment in the law, to which our Lord, of course, gives the response about the great and dual commandment of love. Chastity does not exist for its own sake. It exists for the purpose of being able to love better. No other virtue except charity exists for its own sake. And so those of us who really are engaged in this cultural battle, so much of it revolves around the issue of chastity, we need to keep in mind that the purpose of chastity is something greater than itself. 
It is to serve the commandment of love. We observe chastity so that we have such self-control that we can give ourselves in charity, give ourselves to one another. St. Aloysius Gonzaga uh, possessed this great, this great virtue uh, that gave him the self-control, the self-possession, such that he was able to give his life in service of the poor and especially in the service of those during the, who were suffering during the plague in Rome. And ultimately, contracting uh, that illness himself and dying. It's not an end in itself, but serves this greater commandment of charity, which, although the lack of chastity in our culture is so obvious, the lack of charity is even more grave. And so, both in our assessment of the culture, our engagement of, of it, but even more importantly in our own lives, striving for this chastity, this self-possession, not for its own sake, not just so that, that we can, can boast about being better than the culture, but rather so that we have this self-possession for the purpose of self-giving, so that out of charity, out of love for God and neighbor, we can give ourselves generously, give ourselves because first we possess ourselves. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, 